All right, hey folks. So today's video is going to be talking about what lessons have I learned from lifting which can apply to life in general. This was a really interesting video idea which was originally put forward by Landon from Basement Bodybuilding. He did this video way back in November. He asked me to do a re reply and I've been meaning to do a reply but I've just got too busy with other videos. This is in response to that video he did way back in November. The premise of the video is this. The premise is what four things has lifting taught you, which has bled into life as a whole. So we'll start off with my first one. Firstly, I would say lifting has taught me not to be reactionary. Lifting has taught me to think, to plan and to make my moves with a great deal of thought behind them, not just jump into endeavors or react to my emotions, react to my environment super quick. Have some thought which goes into what you do. Have some thought which goes on into creating a process. In lifting, the most reactionary people are the ones who are constantly just second guessing their routines all the time. Maybe you want to make this tweak here. I want to make this tweak here. And in doing so, they're ruining programs. They're ruining their progress. Or for example, they are three weeks into a bulk and they're questioning themselves. Oh, I can't bulk. I feel fat. Or three weeks into a cut. Oh, I can't cut. I feel skinny. They're never really making any headway into a goal because they're constantly being reactionary. I think it's very important to understand and realize you will feel highs and lows during the course of the day. You will feel anger. You will feel sadness. You will feel a whole range of emotions. Now, it doesn't mean you have to react to all those. In the same way with lifting, you don't have to react to every emotion you're feeling. Proper planning, proper evaluation is done on the appropriate time frame. So before adjusting your plan, ensure you've done it for long enough. That's a really simple thing. This is generally why with my clients, I work in six week blocks so that we have a reasonable amount of time. And how this has bled into life is I've learned not to be reactionary. I'm not a very judgmental person, but this is one area where I really dislike certain traits in people. I very much dislike reactionary people. Because reaction, you only tend to get what's on the surface of them. So you don't get their full intellectual, experiential viewpoint. You're constantly just getting the surface level reaction. So they get outraged very quickly. We all know somebody who gets angry very quickly. Get angry and they get outraged because they are reactionary. You can't really share anything with them because they're just firing off the first emotion that comes into mind. They don't think, even if they have experience, you never get the benefit of that experience because they are just constantly just firing off emotion. And I know people like that and they're exhausting. To, to me, it's just a very chaotic, childish way to live life. If people who live their whole lives like that, they, to me, they look stupid. It's exhausting to be around them. So the first lesson that lifting has taught me is rather than being constantly reactionary, plan your moves, think about what you're saying. 
you should think before you speak, mostly. There is such a thing as being witty, of course, having a good repertoire with somebody. But in general, if somebody asks you a deeper question, you should think about that. You don't need to provide an answer just to say something. For those of you who know me in my personal life, if someone asks me a question, I'm quite happy to take time thinking about it because I want to put the best of myself out there. Plan your moves, execute them with care, and make sure the moves which are going to put you forward in life get the best of you and your experience and your knowledge. All right, so the next thing that lifting has taught me is don't waste energy. Get in, get the job done. So when you're in the gym, you're there to do a job, get it done. Do your socializing before, after, but when you're there to work, go. If you ever get a chance to work in with a guy who's very experienced and who has built a good physique, you should take that chance. It will be an education. Pretty much every advanced guy will tell you they've worked in with guys who are new to the gym and they'll just bury them. And they're not burying them with weight. Obviously, the weight has to be adjusted for who you are. They're burying them normally with workload and effort and flow. Be there to get the job done. Be in the moment. Now, the way that this has bled over into my everyday life is that I try to be more in the moment with whatever activity I'm doing. Now, that's not just serious work activities or whatever. That's everything. Okay. I try to make sure I am in the moment wherever I am. So if I'm out at a restaurant, I try to be in the moment. I'm there, presumably, to have fun. Okay. Have fun, enjoy a meal. I am not there to be checking my phone for work emails. I'm not there to be answering clients or whatever else. I am there, presumably, because it's a social event and I'm there to have fun. So have focus wherever you are. The last thing your woman needs you to do when she's trying to share her workday with you is for you to be looking at your phone, not being focused. I see PTs at the gym that I go to when they're training their clients, they're also on their phones. That drives me crazy. As an online coach, it drives me crazy. They're not in the moment. So second lesson is don't waste energy. Get the job done, be focused, be in the moment. Third thing is balance. Have a range of things which support your goal. Now, this might seem a bit odd. Well, Faz, what do you mean? Firstly, you said be focused. Next thing is have balance. Well, actually, they are complementary, but there's a way of doing that. And that is something called compartmentalizing. This is what I do. Compartmentalize. So, in the same way as most people would agree, you don't want to turn your training into cardio, okay? You don't want to go in and just do HIIT training for everything. You don't want to do that. When you're lifting, lift. Lift for the purpose of whatever your goal is, strength, muscle, whatever, okay? In the same way, when you're doing cardio, do your cardio. Whether it's high intensity, whether it's low intensity, whatever it is. Don't try to mix things. Have that focus but at the same time have balance. And in doing so, you need to compartmentalize. So that is have a clear separation between your various activities. So in life, this is also very similar. Compartmentalize. Like when I sit down to do my client check-ins, my phone goes away. My tabs on my desktop, 
they all close down except for the relevant ones. So when I'm there doing client check-ins, I'm just focused on that. I am completely time blocking just time to do that. I'm focused on that activity. I'm not checking my phone in between clients. I'm not looking at websites. I'm not bumming around doing whatever else. I'm just focused. And in doing that, the task takes less time, which is mentally a lot less draining. And you're able to pour more of your focus into that task. So compartmentalization is super important for you to ensure you have a balance of tasks. Now, I will say the most stressful parts of my life normally came when I let go of this balance and I was really pushing towards a result and two times coming to mind. The first is about 12 years ago, I took on a very good job as part of my previous career. However, the travel time was very high and the actual job was very stressful because it was a lot of responsibility, a very prestigious position. It was very stressful. So I was really pushing towards one goal, but ultimately because there's so much value placed on that particular aspect of my entire life that my life lacked balance and it was almost impossible to compartmentalize because it just bled over into everything else. Now, as a result, I made good progress there and I did very well there, but the fallout from that was I ended up getting burnt out. And in other times, I've gone really headlong into training, which works great. But the downside is that led to a lot of injuries. So ultimately, these days, I try and look for balance right across the board. So ensure you have balance. And the way to balance is to compartmentalize. You can have a number of things going on. Just make sure they have their time in place. That's the third thing. The final thing is believe in yourself. Something I've said many times over the last couple of decades about my training and my genetic potential is I can do a lot with patience and a plan. I can do a hell of a lot with patience and a plan. I never had the best genetics for strength or for physique, but what I did have was patience and a plan. Time is the great equalizer when it comes to genetics. Time is the great equalizer when it comes to genetics. What you lack in genetics, you can make up for with patience and a plan. I have surpassed people with far better genetics over the years because I've stuck to something for a long enough period of time. Generally, most people would accept it takes maybe 10 to 20 years or 10 to 15 years to really see your genetic potential or at least get close to it. I know Jeffrey Verity Schofield recently made a post, I think, talking about genetic potential, how you can still be gaining well into the 10th year, the 15th year of training. Yes, you can. There aren't really many limitations. It's mostly just injuries, age, all that type of stuff. Time is the great equalizer when it comes to genetics. You might not have the best genetics, but if you have patience, you have a plan, you can go very, very far. Now, in terms of how that's benefited me in life, well, next year will be the 10th year that I've coached. And it will be the fourth year that I've been blessed enough to do this full time. And in the same way in, in whatever your field is, whether it's engineering, medical, whatever it is, it's going to take 10 to 15 years to really become a true master in your field. The final point there is believe in yourself, 
believe in your genetics, your capabilities, and you can go very far with patience and a plan. Right, folks, I'm going to call it there. That was a wonderful, wonderful idea for a video. Landon, thank you again. Really appreciate the shout out way back in November. Apologies for it being a very late reply. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful topic. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Take care.